0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right. The reason the Nancy Pelosi story is a big deal. Um, and, and by the way, my wife had to correct me. I wasn't aware that a blowout is not a haircut. I, I don't care. I don't have hair to blow out or to cut at all. Razors. random do ahead I had do it myself. But the reason it's a big deal is because, uh, you know, the whole constitutional republic thing that liberals have declared dead and buried still matters to us the sane people. These people work for us. It's not a talking point. It's not a campaign slogan. It's not a rinky-dink campaign sign on the side of the road. That's real. They, the Pelosi, Capitol Hill, swamp rat bureaucrat class, they work for us. We don't work for them. But them and the snob class, the Hollywood elitists, the academics, The CNN talking heads think we work for them. And Pelosi, that's why this story about Nancy Pelosi's blowout is blowing up everywhere. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity from prying eyeballs today. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com. Slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today for real this time? Well, for real. pasta Foie please. <laughs> yes. I, I'm crazy. We had a great foie-goire. opening and I'm like, Joe, how are you? And I hear I'm like Joe, we can't <laughs> hear you. So of course You're never supposed to talk about your flubs, but we do it all the time because this show's different than everything else. And we do whatever the hell we want every time. Um, Yeah, so it's good to hear you. I actually just said the same thing twice, whether you know it or not. I repeated that exact opening, right, Paul? It was almost the exact same thing. Yeah. All right, I got a lot of material today. Big show. I've got an update on your big show, huge show, on Wokistan, Mm -hmm. the Wokistanians um, trying to take down Adele. And I've got uh, some inside baseball on the Democrats' real tactics. Post-election, which I warned you about yesterday's show, Mm -hmm. blew up, and how Facebook and the tech tyrants are playing into the whole Democrat strategy to delegitimize the election that hasn't even happened yet. Don't go anywhere. Today's show brought to you by our friends at All Form. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know you've heard me talk about my Helix mattress, which we love. Most comfortable mattress I've ever slept on. So I've got exciting news. Helix has gone further and beyond the bedroom, and they're making sofas now. Awesome ones at that. They just launched a new company called All Form, and they're making premium, customizable sofas and chairs Ship right to your door. You put them together like that, lickety-split. What makes these sofas cool? For starters, it's the easiest way to customize a sofa. You can see ours coming up there. You customize the sofa using premium materials at a fraction of the cost of traditional stores. <laughs> you were, yeah, I just realized you were like loosening it up your shoulder. I think you're pointing to something. You can pick your fabric, spill, stain, and scratch resistant The sofa color, the color of the legs, the sofa size, and the shape to make it, per- make it perfect for you and your home. We have a customized one in my daughter's room. It is awesome. It could fit for her room right there. They've got armchairs and love seats all the way up to an eight seat sectional. So there's something for everyone. You can always start small, buy more seats later if you want an All Form sofa to grow and change with you. All Form sofas are delivered directly to your home with fast free shipping in the past. There you go. There it is. If you want to see what ours looks like, they're delivered to you. If you want to order a sofa, it could take weeks or even months to arrive and you wouldn't need someone to come and assemble it in your home. But All Form doesn't do any of that. It takes just three to seven days to arrive in the mail. That's it. And you can assemble it easily in yourself in a few minutes. I did it all with no tools needed Paula didn't do any of it I put it together by myself of course I'm just kidding uh Paula did all of it I actually I actually came in right and helped a little bit in the end just took a few minutes We love our all-form sofa. It really took 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes by the time we turned it over. It's super comfy. Get a sofa without trying it in the store. sounds a little risky, but don't worry. If you don't like it, you get 100 days to try it if you want to keep it. That's more than three months. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up for free. You get a full refund. They have a forever warranty, literally forever. To find the perfect sofa, check out allform.com slash Dan, allform.com slash Dan. Allform's offering 20% off all orders for our listeners at allform.com slash Dan. Go today. All right, Joe, let's go. All right. So this Nancy Pelosi story has uh, a lot of people, including me, uh, very angry and concerned. I'm being serious. Listen, we can laugh and, 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 and uh, you know make snide remarks about this all we want. But for those of you who missed the story yesterday, I was all over the news. Nancy Pelosi, you know, the the queen of snide comments about the Republican Party. If you don't wear a mask, you people are evil. You're awful. You're downplaying the virus. Meanwhile, it was her telling people when the virus was exploding in the United States, come on down to Chinatown. Join the party. No social distancing. No nothing. Right. That was Pelosi doing that. So Pelosi got busted on a camera inside a hair salon, getting a blowout in the hair salon while the hair salon was, in fact, closed for the normal people, us, you know, the citizens of this country that actually run this place and pay for it and finance the largesse. These idiots in D.C. take our money to spend. She's disgraced herself. She's disgraced the country. She's disgraced the Congress. She's disgraced anyone claiming her. Nancy Pelosi is an embarrassment and an intergalactic one at that. If you're a Saturnian from Saturn watching this, you're laughing right now at the stupidity of this woman to go on camera every day and, and, and destroy and deride people for daring to have to go out and make a living in the middle of a lockdown that's been a calamity. While she, in fact, ignores those very same rules and does it herself, maskless, while condemning everyone with a mask, is an absolute disgrace. So what did she do yesterday? I want to play this video. Here's Pelosi. Astonishingly, I, and, uh, listen, I'm dead serious. Do not communicate, email, tweet, Facebook, anything to me anymore. I'm not talking about the listeners. I'm talking about the liberals because we get emails from them. I don't want to hear it ever again about how Nancy Pelosi is some brilliant political tactician. She's a buffoon. She is a buffoon. I've said that in the past because it's not her. It's got to be her staff. This is a complete buffoon. Here is her instead of apologizing for breaking the rules on tape, going out to get a blowout while everyone else is being bankrupted and can't go out and get their own darn haircut. Here's Nancy Pelosi doubling down and blaming the salon owner who's about to go out of business because she's not allowed to serve the normal people. Only the elitist snob nose in the air fools like Nancy Pelosi. Listen to this crap. Check this out. I've been there many over the years. I've been there many times. I appreciate I appreciate the question. And let me just say this. I take responsibility for trusting uh, the word of a neighborhood salon that I've been to over the years many times and that um, when they said what we're able to accommodate people one person at a time and that we can set up that time i trusted that as it turns out it was a setup so i take responsibility for falling for a setup and that's all i'm going to say on that that that's real that's not a babylon b segment tell me again how this is some masterful political tactician Ladies and gentlemen, she's a disgrace. She's a complete, utter buffoon. She's on tape violating the rules. She's a a lawmaker claiming, this is astonishing, acknowledging her own ignorance. She's a lawmaker, the Speaker of the House. Claiming she didn't know the law, lawmaker, law, maker of laws, law. Lawmaker makes laws, doesn't know law, and is then blaming the salon owner for setting her up about a law she claims she didn't know. She's getting her legal advice from the salon owner. She put in a bad spot by breaking the law. Folks, I've warned you repeatedly that this is what happens when the benighted, anointed class. Of self-appointed intellectual superiors, and believe me, I lose. That, I use that term loosely. This is what happens when they turn a governing model on its head, and what are supposed to be public servants. I don't mean in a subservient role. I, mean, you know, just because people run for office doesn't mean they're inherently bad people. There are a lot of good people in office. Very few, unfortunately, but there are some. We shouldn't treat people badly because they're politicians, obviously. Unfortunately, most of them are and prove us wrong later. But that's not the way they treat us. This is what happens when public servants turn a governing model on its head and think we are their servants to work for them. This is what happens when a salon owner feels like they can serve... Not the owner, because she's the one upset about it. Let me be crystal clear. But the woman who rented the chair... The person who rented the chair from the salon owner who serviced Nancy Pelosi with the blowout, which I thought was a haircut. I'm proud, by the way, that I didn't know that. Very, my wife's embarrassed for me. She said, I'm proud. I'm proud, And I'm proud she's embarrassed for me that I didn't know it was a blowout. But this is what happens when the, the actual person cutting the hair says, oh no, we'll be okay. I can do this in like a black market way and service Nancy Pelosi's hair because it's Nancy Pelosi. That's what's going to happen to me. She's the benighted class. She's one of the knights of the round table. This is what happens when governing gets turned on its head. Ladies and gentlemen, I I make arguments on this show that I think are salient and will stick out. And I said to you a few weeks ago that I think one of Joe Biden, I think potentially the most damaging thing he said during this entire campaign when he's actually spit out a coherent thought, which is rare, which is rare, but it's not a word salad or a neologism or some word he made up or something like that, when he actually gets a coherent thought out, I don't know if someone's holding cue cards or whatever, the most damaging thing he said was that, yes, he would shut it down again, lock down the economy if the scientists tell him to, even though there's no evidence these lockdowns work. Matter of fact, if you watch yesterday's work uh, show, the evidence is actually counter to that, that the lockdowns were where the places had the biggest spikes. I just cited the evidence if you're interested in that. That's in yesterday's show. That was the single most damaging thing Biden said. I bring that up because I believe this is the single most damaging moment in the last few years of Nancy Pelosi's decades in politics. Maybe not ever. She said a lot of dumb things, including, you'll find out what's in Obamacare when we pass it. Oh, we found out, all right. Remember that, Jim? Man. But I would make the case, Joe, that in the last few years of her ridiculous, absurd, destructive to the United States political career, that this is the one of the most damaging moments. And it's not about a haircut. It's nothing to do with a haircut, folks. And it's not a small story. Well, oh, she's got a haircut. What's a big deal? That's how the liberals play this down. It is epidemic of a problem in this country, which there's been a deplorable air quotes revolt against. And that the media elitist snobs, the Hollywood idiot friends of theirs, the academic morons, and the swamp rats up on Capitol Hill have been completely blind to. The revolt coming from the middle class, working people of America, against a class of people who have tried to cancel them and treated them like dirt, servants, and garbage. They've—they're completely blind to it. I'm telling you, folks. I listen to these people talk. I've dealt with them when I did commentary at other networks. They are entirely blind to the electoral repercussions of treating American citizens like trash for decades. They think you're just going to let it happen. The entire tea party revolution followed by the Trump presidency and a potential potential reelection. We'll see what happens. Are I would argue are almost entirely due to a populist revolution in America, not a party one. It's not a party one. There are disaffected Democrats in Obama counties who voted Trump into office. And the media is entirely blind to it because they don't see the damage from things like Nancy Pelosi did, how it paints them as a totally out of touch, benighted bunch of losers who live a lifestyle you'll never live, even though you're paying for it. And they have no skills. They have no skills. These are not talented people. Listen to me. Deep breaths here. These are not talented people. I have dealt with a lot of them. I'm not talking about all of them. I don't want to paint in a broad brush. I'm telling you, the large swath, though, of politicians I've met in DC, sadly, many in both parties, are some of the dumbest people I've ever met. And some of the media people I've met during my time in my prior career working in the White House and in my time running for office are really stupid. I'm not kidding. I'm not meaning to make this overly personal. I know stupid's never a compliment. I mean it. They are intellectual lightweights. They are some of the dumbest people you've ever seen. And I'm not just talking about their lack of book smarts, their lack of skills, their lack of real world experience where they know nothing. I'm talking about their social intelligence as well. You know what social intelligence is? You ever heard of social IQ? Yeah. Social IQ, it's not a measure of aptitude or achievement. It's a measure of how people See and adapt in a social interaction. I'll give you a quick example. Maybe it'll make sense because it's important because politicians like Nancy Pelosi and the media I've met have none of this. You ever go to a party or whatever and, you know, there's a bunch of guys talk. I'm a, you know what happens? I go to these parties with my wife. I used to, well, I don't go anymore. I can't stand them. But, you know, my wife would go off, talk to her friends, and I'd wind up with a bunch of guys I, you know, knew a little bit. And you're talking and there's always, she knows I'm not, well, she, don't she, worry. she knows exactly what I'm talking about but there's always that one guy in like a group of four people standing around, you got a beer or whatever. There's always that one guy in the bunch who won't shut up about himself and everybody in the bunch is uncomfortable, <laughs> but him, you know, right Joe. Now the guy I'm talking about in this case was super smart. Every You're laughing Joe. Cause yeah. you be, everybody's yeah. been there, right? Yeah. The guy I'm talking about was super smart, really intellectually, a, almost a genius, but I couldn't believe how in this group of people. He could not read the group. That the four or five people talking with the group I was in were like, please shut up. <laughs> yeah. You're super annoying. Yes. We get how great you are. You've said it 10 times. He had no social intelligence at all. These are politicians, Hollywood snobs, academic snobs, and media far left, radical, elitist, activist, Pravda They have no intelligence they have no social IQ, they have nothing, and they wonder why the Trump revolution happened and may, in fact, happen again. They wonder how a rich billionaire from New York who had donated to Democrats in the the past, they wonder how he won an electoral college landslide outside of the big city Meccas. How did that happen? Because he spoke like people spoke, he sounded like they sound. He fought. Liberals made fun of it. You say he fights? He did fight. He fought back when attacked. People wanted others to emulate that behavior. People who voted for Trump are like, I want to fight back like that. I don't want to be a victim of cancel culture. I don't want to sit back, sit on you know, holding my knees, hunched over, afraid of these media people anymore. They're morons. I don't want to. Why do I have to be afraid of them? That's why they voted for them. Folks, they're completely blind to this. I'm telling you, many of them don't even think this story's a big deal. It's a huge deal. And Wokistan and the eruption of the Wokistanians, you know what I'm talking about, the liberal woke cancel culture, elitist snob crowd that thinks we're all morons. And they're so smart that they should lord over us. They keep doubling down and they don't see the backlash coming. Ladies and gentlemen, throughout human history, we've seen these evolutions. We've seen them from the French Revolution to our revolution. People in the French Revolution, it was a disaster. Then we saw a yearning for real liberty, not fake cries for liberty like in the French Revolution. We've seen these cycles throughout human history, the scientific revolution, following ages of suppressing data and fact in favor of superstition. You're watching a revolution now against the benighted woke class that feels like they can get a haircut while your business is shut down. And you can't. And they don't even think it's a big deal. And she turns around this clown, buffoon, Pelosi. She's the guy in the group talking about herself that everybody thinks is an idiot, a moron. And she sees no problem with it at all. No social intelligence whatsoever. All right, let me get to my second spot. And I want to get back to it. This is important. This, I've got a block in the beginning about Wokistan because this is, they're, I'm telling you, they are thick to this. They see none of this coming, which is a huge benefit for us. Dan, stop talking. You're going to wake them up, folks. It's not going to wake them up. It's not. Trust me. They think they ignore this show completely. We have millions of people a week, millions that watch it. And they say, he's a right-wing provocateur, Dan Bargino. Why is this Facebook page the number one page in the country on any given day? I don't know. He's a right-wing fool. They're totally blind to it. Totally. <laughs> All right, today's show also brought to you by our friends at Simply Safe. Listen, here's the thing about home security companies. Many trap you with high prices, tricky contracts, which we hate, and lousy customer support. Not with our friends at Simply Safe. You want Simply Safe. It's a no-brainer. Paula put our Simply Safe home security system together in just minutes. It was so easy. Paula, you're all probably laughing. She put together the all form. She did the Simply Safe. Joe, who has witnessed my um skills with a drill, knows why Paula does <laughs> that, by the way. They're not good. Yeah just the fact joe's been there remember that remember that prior oh, to put together man. the home studio joe's like i got this please just get out of the way you're just going to break <laughs> everything well paula put together simply safe lickety split it's got everything you need to protect your home none of the drawbacks of traditional home security it's got an arsenal of sensors and cameras that blanket every room window and door tailored specifically for your home our home has no weak spots at all thanks to simply safe none professional monitoring keeps you watch uh, keeps watch day and night they're ready to send the police fire or medical professionals god forbid there's an emergency you can set it up yourself in under an hour. Just peel and stick the sensors exactly where you need them. We have them everywhere. No technician required. There's no contract, no pushy sales guys who are super annoying. No hidden fees, no fine print. It all starts at how much? $15 a month. I'm not the only one who thinks Simply Safe is great. US News and World Report named it the best overall home security system of 2020. Try Simply Safe today at simplysafe.com/slash Dan Bongino. Make sure you get that URL right. You get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. There's nothing to lose. That's simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino. Simply with an I. S-I-M-P-L-I. Simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino go today. All right. So I uh I told you how the wokestanians, the leftist woke crowd, that's their term, by the way, for some of you who are not hip to dopey leftist terminology. Remember, leftists have no social IQ either. Um, woke is their word for people who are like awake to the zeitgeist of the time. They're in with the cancel culture, they're down with it. You know, the purity revolution. Yeah, down with it. Yeah. They find racism everywhere. And if you don't find it, Joe, you're not woke either. I got you. You're still asleep. You're not woke. You're not a Wokistanian. Yeah, I'm down with it, man. So the Wokistanian and the purity revolution, which didn't we talk about this yesterday, Joe? The purity revolution of the Wokistanians. Yes, remember Daniel. that? Mm-hmm. We did. How the problem with the Wokistanians and their purity revolution in America, finding racism with everyone everywhere is eventually people find racism in you. And it becomes a race to the bottom of the racism barrel. Why? Because you constantly have to find, think about this. This is important. Paula, get ready for this because I want your evaluation of this segment too as it happens in lifetime. The problem with wokeistanian liberals in the new America is they want a new America. In order to convince people that a new America is needed, they have to convince people of what first? Come on, you got it. All those radio Mm -hmm. listeners out there, you know it. They have to convince you that the old America sucks, right? Yes. Thank you. You got that, Paula? But the old America doesn't suck. The old America is absolutely fantastic. We've got our problems, but the America we have now is great. This is a terrific country. We've had our stains. We've had our sins. We fixed many of them. Some we're still fixing now. But the old America, our America now, It's the most wonderful place to be born. It's the most tolerant, diverse, prosperous country in the history of humankind. The wokestanians on the left know you know that. So they have to constantly seek out new evidence of systemic racism and racists to show you how awful their new America is and that the old America is a racist, awful place that you should rebel against. But what's the problem? In a tolerant, diverse, prosperous, great country such as this, it's really hard to find examples of that. So the wokestanians just invent them. And when they run out of people on the right and conservatives and libertarians to call racist, which is all of us, by the way, we've all been there. We've all been falsely accused of their charges. Believe me. Us right-wing provocateurs, to quote that idiot in the week who wrote an article about my Facebook page, What a buffoon. (laughs) What happens, Joe? When they run out of people on the right, they start turning on themselves. There it is. As I said, when you race to the bottom, there it is, there it is. When you race to the bottom of the you're a racist barrel, eventually the people accusing you of being a racist start getting accused of being a racist too. What happened? Great article in the Wall Street Journal about another Wokistanian rebellion trying to claim another soul in their race to the bottom in their purity revolution. Nobody's You're all racist except me. And then all of a sudden, like, wait, I'm racist too? Why did it? The sun never sets on the woke empire, Wall Street Journal. Adele is the latest to be canceled. Adele, you know, the singer. Oh, I'm sure she's a real conservative. Uh, as American progressives impose their culture on Britain. Huh. So Adele, I, I I didn't even know this. Is Adele British? I don't know. I've heard that's Hello? I think so. I've heard that. That's about it. I don't know anything about Adele. You know, didn't we play Adele radio one time or something on date night? Whole different story, but I don't know anything about her past. I thought she was from the United States. Apparently I'm wrong. Apparently she's from the UK, but Adele, who I would strongly assume I've never met her or conversed with her at all. I would strongly, if I'm wrong, Adele, you're welcome on the show. We can do a little interview segment. That's fine. But if you're not a conservative, you're welcome on to correct the record. I would bet you she's about as woke as the Wokestanians claim Wokestanians should be. But she's not woke enough, Adele, the singer who many of you have heard of. She dared to do this. Look at this photo. I will describe it for you, audio listeners. This is Adele from her Instagram. Wall Street Journal notes the singer, Adele, in case you were confused about the other Adele. She is in a bikini top there what is that the Jamaican flag and has her hair in some kind of knot on the top of her head there oh my gosh this is it yeah you, you may be looking at this photo on our YouTube and say ah uh, okay what's uh I don't I don't get it what's what's the problem well Adele was apparently complaining about the cancellation of uh some some festival and she dared to put her hair in some kind of design that's Cultural appropriation. You're appropriating our culture. You can't even do your hair anymore, even if you're from, if you are a charter member of the Wokistanians. Adele, you're not even allowed. Why? Because it's a purity. The verdict is in. I haven't hit that in a long time, the gavel. In a purity revolution, eventually everybody gets the guillotine. And the famous last words in the guillotine, like in the French Revolution, when nobody's pure enough because they have to constantly find new witches in the witch trial or else their whole effort burns out. If you can't find new witches, why have witch trials? You need someone to put on trial. Eventually, everybody's a witch. Famous last words in the guillotine, but I'm on your side. (sighs) Sleepy hollow time. There is no side. This is not a legitimate fight. The Wokestanians are just making this stuff up as they go along. Remember the Salem witch trials. No one was actually a witch. So in order to keep the hysteria and momentum going, in the witch trials, you have to find new witches. Hence the term witch hunt, you know, like what's happening against the president of the United States even now. Witch hunt, meaning a hunt for something that doesn't in fact exist, like Russian collusion. Or racist Adele. Listen, I don't know Adele. I've never met her. But I'm reasonably confident Adele's not a racist. Reasonably confident. Again, if she wants to dispute that and say she is a racist, she's welcome on the show. But I'm not a liberal moron. And although Adele probably is a liberal and we probably share nothing in common, I wouldn't dare go on the show and accuse her of hating people because of the color of their skin. Matter of fact, I'd probably strongly refute that, even though I don't even know her. Because that's a really disgusting thing to say if you have no evidence. And I don't have any evidence whatsoever that Adele's a racist because she decided to do her hair that way. Cultural appropriation. Are you serious? You morons. Cultural appropriation. What an idiot. Some people would call that cultural celebration. I think this looks good the way other people have done their hair. So I'm doing it myself. Sane people would say that might be a compliment, not Wokistanians. Adele needs to be canceled. Well, here's the funny part about this. As I started the beginning of the show with the Trump revolution, explaining to you why the Pelosi blowout is a bigger deal than the Wokistanians think it is. ladies uh, Ladies and gentlemen, cultural revolutions work both ways. And the left has been on the winning side of this cultural revolution for a long time. I'm telling you, the tide is turning. Because as you start to accuse everyone around you of being a witch, eventually everybody panics and says, wait, I could be next. I could find myself in a boiling pot of water as a witch myself. We better stop this now. Well, the United Kingdom, again, no bastion of conservative values. A lot of good conservatives in the UK. We have a pretty big audience over there. But I wouldn't say an overwhelmingly right-leaning country outside of the Thatcher era. Even a lot of Brits are like, ah, this is really dumb. This is from the Wall Street Journal story. This is great. So in all of this, quote, Adele's story offers a silver lining. It does. As Americans attacked her for her Bantu knots, numerous Brits and Jamaicans rose to her defense. Quote, the Adele cultural appropriation thing is just a perfect microcosm of American cultural dominance, one writer tweeted. He bemoaned that, quote, everything is analyzed through the lens of one country and its tensions, meaning the United States, and that other countries weren't allowed to have their own approach to integration. Quote, yes, it's very tedious, a prominent historian responded. Quote, the current prostration of large swaths of the British left before U.S. cultural imperialism is really quite the irony. Good for, I, I can't believe I'm quoting British leftists. British leftists who are giving the double-barreled, eh, we'll keep the YouTube family-friendly, finger thingy, baby. They're like, you American leftist morons can take that cultural imperialism where you want to impose your cancel culture on a singer from the United Kingdom. You could take it and write up that thingy there. What we call the wazoo. Nobody knows where the wazoo is, but you can probably figure out what I'm talking about. Even the UK is laughing at the Wokistanians. Ladies and gentlemen, Alinsky rules, right? It's all Alinsky. My gosh, so evil. Those rules are terrible. Yeah, they are. They're even more terrible when you impose them on people trying to impose them on you. What's one of Alinsky's rules? You know, in his book, Rules for Radicals, how to impose social change with very few people and how to do it. What's one of his rules? What is the most powerful weapon out there? Come on, you know it. Many of you have read this book. Humiliation oh my gosh, Dan, that's morally wrong. Eh, it can be, not in this case. Humiliation is a powerful weapon. This is why Donald Trump is so powerful. He laughs at these idiots, laughs at them. When I play those segments of Donald Trump at press conferences, humiliating the hapless Caitlin Collins from CNN, making her look like a buffoon, I don't do it to pile on Caitlin Collins. She piles on herself. She's really not that bright. She has the social IQ of a tree slug. I do it to show you that this is how you fight back. Humiliation is a powerful weapon. And I'm very sorry if that morally offends you, but I'm over the morally offensive stage. The new rules will be in effect. When the left stops calling us racists and homophobes and transophobes and other disgusting terms, completely not applicable to the most tolerant movement on earth, the conservative movement in the United States. Yes, that's right. Then we'll stop humiliating you in return for being the morons you really are. And how great is it that the United Kingdom, the left in the United Kingdom, a country that leans a lot further left than the United States, is laughing at these idiots in Wokistan. It's just terrific. Showing you again, though, how Olinsky's rules making the left live by their own rules, one of another uh, another one, by the way, of Olinsky's oh, principles. Yeah. This is a great one. You haven't seen this, Joe. Joe only gets to preview the Mm -hmm. videos. I want to give a big hat tip to Matt Palumbo, who manages BonginoReport.com for us and writes some terrific articles at Bongino.com. I don't mention Matt enough. He does some really great work. Matt is always great on his social media feeds of picking out moments of just outrageously hilarious liberal hypocrisy. Remember, Alinsky's rules. Make your opponents live by their own rules. Pelosi says we can't get haircuts. We should all wear masks. Well, maybe Pelosi shouldn't get a haircut and should wear a mask herself. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, right? I'm just saying. Rules are fair. You law, the law thing. You lawmaker, maker laws. See, when you make Nance live by her own rules, she doesn't like it. And why making people live by their own rules is so effective is because it shows you how stupid many of the rules are when the people who write them aren't willing to live by them themselves. Matt picked this out yesterday. This is a genius. Uh, this is, <laughs> this is great. Let me show you the cover of this book that is lighting up the left. This is a real book, by the way. It's not a joke. Vicky Osterweil wrote a book called In Defense of Looting. This is not a joke. This is a real book with a crowbar on the cover. You can see the cover on our YouTube account, youtube.com slash A riotous history of uncivil action in defense of looting. This is an actual book in defense of looting for the liberals listening. That means stealing stuff that isn't yours. So you're allowed to take this, the book defending taking things that aren't yours. It just read the title in defense of looting. Liberals love this book. If you haven't seen it, it's up there with that white fragility, stupidity liberals love this stuff there. So the liberals new guiding ethos is if you're white, you're a racist, no matter what you just saw this now, didn't you See, I, I haven't even got to Paula's laughing. She just picked this out. I sent her this screenshot. She just figured it out. So the new thing are, if you're white, you're a racist. Automatically, your white fragility book. And number two is looting really isn't bad. Here is one of the first pages of the book highlighted by the great Matt Palumbo. Remember, the book is in defense of stealing things that aren't yours. Put this up if you don't mind. You just saw this, right? A quote from the book. <laughs> the scanning, uploading, and distribution of this don't, don't, the scanning, uploading, and distribution of this book without permission is a theft of the author's intellectual property. If you would like permission to use material for this book, other than for review purposes, please contact permissions at this email address. Thank you for your support of the author's rights. <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest thing ever. This is the big and I gotta hold on. We got a Matt. I have to bow. I have to get up and actually. This is the greatest thing ever. The book is called In Defense of Looting. Steal things that aren't yours, folks. No worries. Just don't steal my book. Don't steal my book. This, what? These people are total phonies. Vicky Osterweil is a total fraud. If looting's A OK, just put your book there. It is again. Don't you dare upload this book without permission. It's a theft of my material. But you can go and steal other people's stuff. Steal everybody else's stuff. Just don't steal my... These people are frauds. Don't get a haircut. You can kill someone. You better give me a blowout. You better wear a mask. I ain't wearing a mask. There's the witch. What witch? That witch. You're a witch. I'm not a witch. She's a witch. Looting's great. Don't steal my book. These people are frauds. And they wonder why... (laughs) They wonder why Donald Trump won the election. They're totally blind to it. Matt, please, if you, I know you watch the show. Write a piece on that. Please, please write a piece. Can we call him right now? Come on. Let's call him on the show. You want to do this? Let's call Matt. Let's see if he answers. We're going to do this on the show live. Let's see if Matt answers. Hold on. We've never done this before. It's a first. Put him on speaker for you, folks. Mm-hmm. This is a No, we called George Papadopoulos on the show. Yes, we did. All right. Let's see if he answers. This is going to be a classic. He better answer. He's probably working on Bongino Report. Hey. Hey, you're live on my show right now on speaker. So just be careful. Don't curse. All right. Okay. So listen, you got to watch my show. I, you're, everybody's going crazy here. Joe and Paula <laughs> over your thing about Vicky asswell's book in defense of looting, but don't oh, loot yeah. her book. Can you do us a favor for my audience? The audience can hear you. I got you in your microphone. Can you write a piece on this and put it up at Bongino.com today? Yeah, absolutely. Please, your 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 screenshot is just probably Only you would find something like that, by the way. And so just to be clear, the premise right is don't steal stuff. No, go steal stuff. It's A-OK, okay, but just don't steal my book, right? Yep, yeah, pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, watch the show today. This conversation's live on the show. All right, write that up. I'll, we'll we'll try to get it up later on the show notes, all right? Good job. See ya. Okay. That is only our <laughs> second phone interview. Impromptu. I literally picked up my phone. You can watch that. it's not planned. I'm not kidding. That's not like, well, hey, let's be funny. That is just Matt. That's why I didn't even know if he was going to answer. Let's write a piece on that. Vicky Osterwald. Go ahead and steal. Don't you dare steal my stuff. Send us an email first. And maybe we'll give you permission. <sighs> Buffoons. Utter, complete buffoons. All right. I got a lot to get to on the I can't take. This is a good time to take a take a commercial break here. So let me just put a couple quick programming notes for you. Here's what I got coming up, by the way. Remember, I told you about the Democrats' plan post-election? Get worried right now. Quote, street fights, they're planning. Remember, I showed it to you on yesterday's show, their own transition project. Get ready for a street fight. The tech tyrants like Facebook are playing right into this too. I'm telling you, this election has already been declared illegitimate by the left, and it hasn't even happened yet. I got a lot on that. A few programming notes, I'll get to this uh, quick spot, and then we'll get right back to it. Um, First, my next book, Follow the Money, it doesn't come out until October 6th, but we have a special for you if you're interested. The book is, of course, about... George Soros's role in the Ukrainian debacle with Biden, his kid, the impeachment hoax. It also has a whole chapter on Obama's fixer, Kathy Rumler, the Obama fixer who's involved in all of this, has a chapter on this FBI agent intimately involved in the Spygate affair, how this FBI agent's managed to completely run under the radar. And it also has a chapter about someone media people believed could have been a spy in the White House for Comey, who's again flown totally under the radar. I'm not kidding. I think it's my best book yet. I narrated it. It's an easy listen. The Audible on Amazon, if you want to get ahead, the Audible version, which I narrated myself, is available now on Amazon. We don't do that often. We're only doing it for this book. The hardcover comes out October 6th, so we got a little bit. But the Audible is available. You can download and listen right now. It's my voice. I read it. If you want to get a head start on the book, so check that out. And uh, secondly, tomorrow... Uh, we will have in the end of the show. It'll be a regular show, no worries. But I have an interview with Don Jr. It's about 15 minutes long. Uh, that's really pretty awesome. Wouldn't you agree, Paula? Don was on fire. So that'll be in the end of tomorrow's show, so don't miss that. All right, let me get to my last sponsor, and I got a lot more material to get to today. Today's show brought to you by your friends at My Patriot Supply. Listen, you insure everything in your life that matters, right? Everything. You insure your health, you insure your home, you insure your teeth, dental insurance. How do you not insure your food supply? You got to do that. Listen. You know what's next. It's likely coming. Sadly, food shortages, power outages, grocery stores closed, and social unrest. Ask yourself a question: You have enough food and supplies on hand to last at least thirty days? You should. It's hurricane season down here in Florida as well. That's why I use my Patriot Supply. We have tons of it. Here's the harsh reality: Most Americans don't prepare. That's sad, but you can avoid the panic masses in a last-minute rush. Order your four-week supply of emergency food today from mypatriotsupply.com. Mypatriotsupply.com. Go today. Starvation, or depending on the government, are not good options, but they'll be your only options if you fail to plan. Avoid the pain of being unprepared. Go to mypatriotsupply.com right now. Build your emergency food supply with meals that last up to 25 years in storage, shipped discreetly to your door. Folks that's know what folks that know what's coming are using today to prepare. Don't wait. There's still time for you to do the same. Go to mypatriotsupply.com, the original Patriot Preparedness Company. That's mypatriotsupply.com. Don't wait. Go today. Prepare. Ensure your food supply. All right. So, I warned you yesterday, and I on a very serious note. I'm not doing this to scare you. I'm, you know, I'm doing it so you're prepared, prepared for the potential unrest ahead caused by leftists who are already preparing to delegitimize a presidential election that hasn't even happened yet. Here's their fear, ladies and gentlemen. And I don't want to repeat yesterday's show, but there's already a consulting firm financed by Bloomberg's people. That are saying, well, even if Trump wins by a landslide on Election Day, you know, the results could change a few days later due to mail-in voting. Mm-hmm. Basically, what they're saying the Democrats are is, don't you dare, media people, declare this election for Trump because we have a couple of days after that to fraudulently alter the election, right? That's what's happened. That's what, you understand that's, what you, that's the subtext there? They're telling media people now, don't you dare declare this election, no matter how. How big of a victory it is for Trump. He could lose, folks. It could go either way. I can't predict the future. I'm just telling you, the leftist groups, Hawkfish was one of them, are already sending the message out to the media. It's a trial balloon. It's a bad signal. Don't you dare declare the election for Trump because we still have time to fraudulently impact the election and give it to Biden even if Trump wins. That's why this is happening. Now, do you see how all this stuff starts to come out day after day after day? All hints and winks and dog whistles to media people. Don't you dare declare Trump a winner. Make you, I want to understand, you absolutely have to get this tattooed in your forehead. The media has been warned by the tech tyrants and these groups paid for by Bloomberg and others. Don't you dare declare a winner if it's Trump. If Biden wins by a sliver, they'll declare it right away at 9 one Polls close at 9 one Biden wins. It's all over. Everybody go home. Sir, polls aren't even closed yet in Western Florida. Doesn't matter. Don't even bother. It's over. If it goes for Trump, the pressure on the media to market, to not declare a winner is going to be overwhelming. Let's see who folds. The tech tyrants are in on the game too. Check this bad boy out. Washington Examiner. Oh, all of a sudden Facebook jumps in. Facebook to ban new campaign ads one week before the 2020 election. You know what else was in this piece? Mm. Facebook, Joe, is warning their users that if you declare, quote, premature victory on your Facebook account or media operations, that they will ban those posts. (laughs) Wow. What? Folks, now you see why I'm a part owner of Parler, by the way why it's my social media home? Because we don't impact free speech. We let people speak freely as long as they don't break the law. Facebook doesn't care about your free speech. Facebook doesn't care about your analysis of who won. Facebook just cares about keeping the election under a dark cloud if, God forbid, Trump wins to give the left enough time to overtone the result. That's exactly what's going on. You think it's a coincidence his story came out at the same time as the Bloomberg-Hawkfish thing? Dear media people, don't you dare declare a victory for Trump, even if it's a landslide. You think this is a mistake? Do you really believe that? Of course you don't. This is all these leftist groups and their tech tyrant buddies trying to make sure, even if Trump wins overwhelmingly, that nobody says Trump won. They're not going to allow you to put up, quote, premature victory posts? Who determines what a premature victory is joe shocker you think it's joe armacost paula dan Bongino, facebook yeah nobody here yeah very good thank you that's a very important point nobody here facebook will determine that so my guess is if you put up a post on election night based on exit polling and what you're hearing what you're seeing that hey it looks like donald trump won that post will be declared a premature victory, pulled down and banned. But if you put up a post, Biden's up by one vote in one county in Ohio, Biden in a landslide, that post, A-okay. That means something different in this household. That'll be on an R-rated version of the show, wouldn't Did <laughs> Does that laughter come over in the background? Uh, yeah. Do you hear that, Joe? Okay, you did. Good. Premature victory. Interesting how that doesn't actually mean anything. It means what Facebook tells you it means. Folks, uh, listen, we are one of the top Facebook pages in the country. My page. So it's Ben Shapiro's. The Hodge twins get in there. Franklin Graham. That drives the left crazy. That we produce... Content on Facebook that drives liberals nuts, drives Facebook mad. It's only a matter of time before they look for an excuse to ban us, too. Again, that's why I'm involved heavily with Parler. I put my money where my mouth is, unlike the left. does none of that. Don't steal my book. Steal everybody else's stuff. Don't steal Dan Bongino's book. Don't steal my book. I thought your book was titled In Defense of Looting. Yeah, don't loot me, loot him. You watch. This is going to become a big deal. I, I'm, we how, Have we ever let you down? Have we ever let you down on a big scandal? Never. We've always been ahead of it, right? The whistleblower thing, Spygate, always. I don't tell you things I'm not getting inside baseball on. I have little birdies whispering in my ear all the time, if you know what I mean. Telling me stuff. Hint, hint, nod, nod. There is a massive operation going on being run by former people, one of them who's been open about it in the Department of Defense, to engage in an election disinformation campaign right now. Our Department of Defense, by the way. He knows who he is. He's engaging in a massive misinformation campaign. And all of these tech tyrants, media folks, and uh, Bloomberg-like groups are all playing into it to get you to believe if President Trump wins the election, even in a landslide, that it's not legitimate. You watch what fit keep an eye, market. September 3rd. Watch the chaos Facebook causes right around the election, if this election is even remotely close. Watch. Audience Archive is Judy. Hold this show. Remember the date for us, huh? She listens to everything. She's great. Because we'll play it when it happens, how Facebook won't let you post the Trump one. They're already saying it. Remember that street fight thing we talked about yesterday too, how the Democrats and their academic elitists, you know, the ones that don't live by their own rules, you know, the guy at the cocktail party talking about himself or everybody thinks he's an idiot. Well, they have a hundred of those on this Transition Integrity Project or whatever it's called, Transition, excuse me, Integrity Project, although I may have just said the same thing twice. And in there, they talk about, hey, folks, this is going to be a street fight after the election, a street fight. What are you trying to cause a riot? I thought we were right-wing provocateurs. We're the ones who talk down violence all the time. It's the left that loves the violence. They're Antifa, BLM, shock troops. Those aren't conservative groups beating the snot out of people and burning down American cities. Despite what Marie Harf says on Fox. But we arrested our conservative ones. Ah, yeah, okay. So remember the street fight they were talking about? Watch yesterday's show if you missed it. It did bonkers numbers. We have a screenshot from the Transition Integrity Project where they talk about, hey, listen, get ready for a street fight. Just like Facebook and others. We're not going to declare Trump of of the victor no matter what and get ready to get out in the streets. Well, here's what the Democrats know. There's a great piece in the Wall Street Journal today. It's worth your time. It's by Carl Rove, who, you know, some of you may not like Carl, but he does have some good insight at this stuff. He says, what could go wrong on Election Day? State ballot rules may cause grievous delays even if the post office performs flawlessly. So just to be clear, so we follow the setup. Groups along with the tech tyrants are preparing for post-election day chaos they cause because they think Trump's going to win and they think chaos is the only way to so what? Confusion amongst the voters about who won even if Trump wins handily. They need chaos. Chaos is their weapon. So how are they going to cause chaos? The mail-in system. It's obvious. From Carl Rove's piece, here's how they intend to cause chaos and enough delays that even if it's a landslide, everybody's going to be confused. From the piece, Carl Rove writes, "Quote six battleground states don't allow verification of signatures on ballots to begin until the day before election day. What the heck? That's in Iowa. Or on election day itself in Maine, Michigan, New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. All swing states. Real problems will emerge here, folks, especially when there's a big increase in mail-in ballots over 2016. Take Pennsylvania. In the 2016 primaries, 84,000 people voted by mail. This year, 1.5 million did. And that's without a strongly contested Republican primary. You know, Trump was the de facto nominee, folks. Pennsylvania's Secretary of State wants the legislature to uh, to allow ballot verification to begin earlier. That would be wise. Let me translate. All of these swing states we just mentioned, these battleground states, Wisconsin, Maine, Pennsylvania, Iowa, they're not allowed by their local election laws to start verifying the flood tidal wave. Tsunami of ballots they're going to get in the mail. They're not allowed to start verifying the signatures till either a day before election day or the election day itself. You think Pennsylvania is going to be uh, uh, going to be counting, you know, two million ballots on election day? They can't even get poll workers to show up. You see what's going on here, folks? Why the Democrats want mail-in balloting in conjunction with the tech tyrants that don't want premature victory declared, in conjunction with the Hawkfish people sending out these memos to the media, don't you dare, don't you dare declare anyone the victor, in conjunction with the Transitioned Integrity Project people saying, get ready for a street fight. You think this is all just unconnected, dinks? Again, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm really not. I'm trying to warn you so you're prepared for what's ahead. Well, what do we do? Well, you get prepared to go out in the streets too. Not to fight. Leave the violence to the leftists. That's their thing. I'm serious. I'm not kidding. I'm not some virtue signaling before. Leave that to the leftists. I'm not telling you not to defend yourself. If you're attacked by people. But you have the right to peacefully protest here. Peacefully. You have that right too. Start asking your local groups. Republican clubs. Conservative clubs. We have tons of them down here in Florida. What's your plan post-election day? Are they ready? The Trump team. I hope you have an army of lawyers ready to go. Because I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen. If Biden wins, this thing will be over on election night. They'll declare it in moments. There'll be no Facebook censoring posts about a premature victory at all. If Trump wins this thing, I'm telling you right now, get ready for Bush v. Gore on Ball like steroids. Are you contacting your local lawmakers, asking them what they're doing? Are you contacting these groups? I don't mean this in any kind of condescending way. I'm telling you, I'm warning you now this is going to happen. You have to be ready to protest yourself. Liberals will do their thing. They'll burn cities to the ground. That's what they do. But we live in places where I live down here in Florida that are relatively conservative. We can protest too. You want to get out in the streets? We can get out in the streets too. Get ready for it. Let's show them we have thick skin too. Because this fight's coming. Ignore it at your own peril. All right, right, we got time for this. On that note, it's actually perfect timing. Bill Barr gave an interview to CNN. You know, I used to be relatively friendly with Wolf Blitzer when I did commentary at CNN. He's now lost it too. I mean, I'm sorry, but Trump just broke these people. Just broke them. They've become nothing but political hacks at this point. Uh, So Barr gave an interview at Wolf Blitzer over at CNN. And he brings up this point about mail-in ballots, what I just spoke to you about with Carl Rove and his warning, how this is going to be their vehicle to sow chaos, mail-in ballots, signature verifications, postmarks. They'll sue over everything, everything, every ballot that comes in the mail because they want to prolong it if Trump wins. Barr warns about another component of this. And Blitzer, who you think would be a media person and would be interested in what Bill Barr is talking about, saying, Hey, Mr. Barr, you're the attorney general. You're worried about counterfeit ballots from overseas? You know, that sounds really interesting. I'd like to hear more. Blitzer's not concerned about that at all because Blitzer wants mail-in ballots because he wants the chaos and he wants the lawsuits and the signature problems because he doesn't want a victor declared until it's Biden. Here's Barr on with uh, Wolf Blitzer who has no questions whatsoever about why Barr would say this other than to try to debunk what Barr is saying. Check this out. And you've said you were worried that a foreign country could send thousands of fake ballots thousands of fake ballots to people, and it might be impossible to detect. What are you basing that on? I'm basing that, as I've said repeatedly, I'm basing that on logic. Pardon? Logic. But have you seen any what? evidence that a foreign country is trying to interfere no, I'm saying in that people, way? No, I'm saying people I'm are concerned about foreign influence, and if we use a ballot system with the with system that some you know, that states are just now trying to adopt, it does leave open the possibility of counterfeiting. Counterfeiting ballots, and either so, by someone so, here or so someone. You think well, again, Wolf has no concerns about this at mm. all. Wolf, who was supposedly concerned about Russian collusion and interference in the election, is not concerned at all that foreigners could counterfeit U.S. ballots and interfere in an election. Now, Joe Wolf's a journalist, right? Yes. Hashtag journalist, uh-huh. air quotes journalist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he must have missed this story in the New York Post the other day by John Levine, which went viral, Hmm? where an actual ballot fraudster explained this in the New York Post piece, how they're already counterfeiting ballots. Here's the piece. It'll be up in the show notes again today for you liberals who may have missed it. Confessions of a voter fraud. I was a master at fixing mail-in ballots. John Levine, New York Post, where... He described this interesting little tidbit. Wolf may have missed this. Well, counterfeit ballots don't happen, Mr. Barr. We're only concerned about Russian collusion. Says, quote, this is the the fraudster talking about how they fake ballots. He says, quote, the ballot has no specific security features like a stamp or a watermark. So the insider said he would just make his own ballots. Quote, I just put the ballot through the copy machine. It comes out the same way. The insider fraudster said. But the return envelopes, quote, are more secure than the ballot. You could never recreate the envelope," he said. So they had the envelopes collected from real voters. Uh, Wolf, I, I'm, I'm sure you're a journalist, right? You missed that. You missed, missed that. No, you were there. You were not. So you have to understand. Wolf's not there as a journalist. Wolf is there as a liberal activist trying to discredit Barr. If Wolf was a journalist, he would say to Barr, "Have you seen the story in the New York Post? Are you worried about this counterfeiting ballots here that this could go overseas too?" That's a legitimate question. But Wolf's not a legitimate journalist, so he has no idea. Wolf may have also missed this story in the New York Times. The New York Times, yes, this was back in 2012 when the New York Times still cared about mail-in fraud, probably because military members vote by mail a lot. And these military members are largely, uh, some of them vote Republican, a lot of them. So they cared about mail-in fraud back in 2012. Here's an article by Adam Liptak, New York Times 2012. Error and fraud at issue as absentee voting rises. Again, this is when Wolf missed this article too, Joe, of course, uh, because he's not a real Mm -hmm. journalist. We do that here. Um, And the New York Times said this in 2012 about mail-in fraud that Wolf Blitzer seems to think, is that conspiracy theory? So, quote, New York Times. Yet votes cast by mail are less likely to be counted, more likely to be compromised, and more likely to be contested than those cast in a voting booth, statistics show. Wait, this is the New York Times? Yes, in 2012 when they cared. Election officials reject almost 2% of ballots cast by mail, double the rate for in-person voting. This quote is classic. They interviewed a Mr. Sancho who said, quote, The more you force people to vote by mail, the more invalid ballots you will generate. This was in the New York Times in 2012. Look it up. It's still there. It's still there, Wolfie. Wolfie. Still there, buddy. Check it out. Check it out, Wolf. Wolfie. Give it a read. Maybe stop being a liberal activist for five minutes in your interview with Barr and do actual journalism. Not interested in any of that. All right. I'm going to have to push a lot of this stuff, stuff uh, to tomorrow's show. Again, we got uh, Don Jr. on tomorrow's show. It's a great interview. You're going to like it. It's about 15, 20 minutes, but really good. He was on fire. About his new book, Liberal Privilege. We got that. I've also got some more video bar from the CNN interview. That'll be on tomorrow's show. And we got some big surprises coming up. And please, if you'd like to get a sneak preview of my book, again, Follow the Money, my new book, it is available on Audible and Amazon now. Get a sneak preview. Hard copy comes out October 6th. There's Miss Paula putting up the cover. Thank you very much. Follow the money, the shocking deep state connections of the anti-Trump cabal. I promise you it's my uh, best piece of work uh, yet. I don't mean that uh, ridiculous moment of self-praise. I just really enjoyed. I hate reading the book sometimes. This one I actually enjoyed because I'd forgotten some of what I wrote and it was really cool. I was like reading a book like, this guy's really good. And it was my book. Sorry, I know self praise things, but it's a good one. So check it out. I read it if you want to get yourself a head start. Please subscribe to the show, youtube.com slash Bongino, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts, the subscriptions are free, but they really help us move up the charts. Thanks a lot. See you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.